This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez Guest. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. You know what's one of the most frustrating things, Mario? What's that, Nayeli? That sometimes we don't value ourselves as much as other people value us. So true. And then we end up selling against ourselves or selling ourselves short. Yeah, and I think the important piece of that is asking others, right? Because we get stuck. Uh, just the other week, they, they asked me, what's unique about you? I'm like, oh, God, I have to think about that, right? <laughs> you really don't stop to look yourself in the mirror. I'm unique because of this and this and this, and I think maybe we should. But this is where you can ask others, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Right. Especially those that that are are looking to transition from careers or or just applying for a new job. Pause. Ask those, because sometimes it's so easy for others to see. For others to see in you that you don't see for some reason, I don't know why that is, but that's the case. Uh, So leverage your friends and family, I think, is one great step, because, yeah, we do tend to sell ourselves short on that piece. And you see people who have that confidence. I remember uh, there was like a sitcom, or I can't even remember if it was a movie, but, you know, a woman was talking and she's like, but enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> and you're right, we should ask those questions because the way others see see us, right, we're our harshest critics. Mm-hmm. So we're always going to put ourselves down. We're going to talk to us in ways that we would never tell a friend. We're going to be like, oh, you're so stupid. Or like, why'd you do that? Or you should have said this. Like, we replay all of our negatives um, and make them very, you know, play this narrative right. in our brains. But other people didn't see that. Other people saw you very, you know, handle pressure really well, lead in chaos, work through problems. And so a lot of times we start criticizing ourselves so harshly that we forget what we're so good at. Yeah, and that feedback, that feedback will help you and those conversations will help you be confident in your skills. Uh, and in that, uh, you'll start seeing that your skills and your experience are, are valuable, right? You have a story to tell. You have something to share with the world. Right. So that's important. But you know what? And, I, and I'm and i sorry because mo- most of my statistics are going to be about Latinas. Um, but as women, we apply for 20% fewer jobs. We hesitate. We see the the job qualifications and we're like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't know this. When I'm doing coachings, I always tell people, I'm like, this is like the wish list, right? This is like the Tinder of the of the request, right? I want someone tall, non-smoking, went to school, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, there's going to be 80% matches. There's going to be a 50% match. And it's like, that is what a job description is. Like in the ideal world, this is what our candidate would have. But the world is not ideal. So we want someone who's close enough. And Latinas specifically, you know, they apply less for jobs if it's a stretch stretch job. And by a stretch job, I mean like if you're going from senior manager to director or if you're taking on a role that's probably like, you know, maybe a little harder or one level up, et cetera, where you're like, I, I can do it. I just haven't done it. Did you know that if women applied to as many more jobs, they are women are 16% more likely to get hired than a man and 18% more likely to get hired for a stretch job. But you know what we have to do before we get it? We have to apply. Correct. 
Why do you think that, that that's the case? Well, you know, one, I think it's comfort. It's also our brains, you know, our brains protect us. You get nervous, that's your brain protecting you. That's your brain saying, oh, this doesn't feel safe. Like, we're not comfortable doing that. And our natural instinct as a human is to be safe and comfortable. And sometimes looking for these new jobs or trying to ask your boss for a raise, like it feels very uncomfortable. Um, and because of that, we avoid it. Yeah, I think that that resonates with all of us, yeah. right? All of us. Uh, but then it goes back, I think, to really assessing and and really gauging your your performance and your skills to then have facts to say, hey, you know what? You pointed to statistics of what is that medium income range for the position that you have, right? Because um, there's opportunity. How, how many times have people left their current job because they're going to get paid somewhere else? Yep. Why couldn't they ask for that at their current position? Right. Right? It's easier to say, okay, we see this and this in you. We're going to hire you. We're going to give you X amount more than what you're getting. And now you're starting over. But I think that conversation and really owning the skill set uh, that you have and assessing it uh, allows you for that proper foundation to have that conversation uh, at your current job. And maybe they won't give you that, but then you move on, right? But it's it's worth that conversation and knowing knowing your worth, if, if anything, there as well. Absolutely. And, you know, if you think about Latins, we make up 18% of the workforce. We're out there. Like, there is opportunity for growth. Some of our biggest inhibitors besides ourselves is that we don't allow ourselves to dream that big or give ourselves the the benefit of the doubt that we could do that job. You know, I, I've often, when I'm coaching people, I'm like, why don't you go for this? Or why didn't you do this? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm doing really well here or I'm doing okay or I've been here for a long time. And I'm like, that's great. Like, loyalty is beautiful. But we work for a paycheck. And for all the work that you've put in, you've received a paycheck. And I love loyalty to a company because God knows I've been very loyal to some of the companies that I've been with. Um, But you also have to think about like, what do I want? And what is my professional goal? And at some point, you've got to say like, can I meet my professional goal within this corporation? Or do I need to push myself, push my boundaries and look for something else? And when I do, how am I going to represent myself? Yeah, I think if I were to kind of summarize, it's what stage are you in, right? Recognizing the stage. Because uh, I think some people stay where they're currently at because of the stage of the, the where they're at in their life, especially, you know, from the female perspective, being a mom, let's say, you know, their job, the school schedule. Um, but then, you know, you become an empty nester. Where are you at in, in that season in your life? What can you take on? Where do you want to be? Because... Uh, there's seasons in life, right? There's seasons, if anything, there. But that, that's that's a fantastic point of knowing where do you want to be at, but also knowing and being realistic to this is the season where I'm at. What can you do right, to where you're at right now? Has your cafecito run out? Go grab another cup. We'll wait for you right here. Please check us out at corpcafecitos.com and drop us a message. brought up a good point about 
you know, the stages in your life. I remember when I had the boys um, and I had two under two, right? So I had Alejandro. He was born in January. The following year, we had Mario. When I had Alejandro and Mario, I wanted a job and I, I was working at PepsiCo, but I could do my job really well. And it was hard for me to picture wanting to move up because at that time, it wasn't that I was selling myself short. It's just that my priority was different. I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be there. I wanted to not travel as much. I wanted to be home at night. So, you know, I think it's understanding that I wasn't selling myself short. Was I ready to move up? Absolutely. But at that time, the priority shifted. And that is 100% okay. Yeah, it's the timing. I've had conversations with with a lot of uh, female peers of mine uh, and and managers that uh, a lot of opportunities they had to pass up because of priorities, right? Uh, and so now they're in a different stage. And so now you'll see quantum growth and quantum leaps because they've had the experience and the timing is right as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just balancing that. When is it right? Right. Yep. When is the time right as well? Can I hear something funny, though? Absolutely. Um, when I was pregnant with Mario was when I joined Miller Course. And I remember telling them, like, I know you're not allowed to ask, but I am 35 weeks pregnant right now. And they were like, if you're the right candidate, we'll wait for you. And you know what? I was like, I was like, I am the right candidate. I have everything that they need and they knew it too. And I think if I would have gone in with a different mindset of like, well, I'm pregnant, I'm going to be a a mom, I I shouldn't do this, or I shouldn't, putting the limitations in my head of why I shouldn't do it, why I couldn't do it, et cetera, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. You know what? And I applaud you because it's very unconventional. Uh, typically, I guess someone would have stayed in a current job because the insurance or whatnot. And so let's get this settled out before. But you were thinking ahead and, and knowing, okay, what's my next step, right? My priorities are obviously going to have my son. But then in the future, what, where are we headed with that? So uh, talk about uh, o- o- being confident in your skills <laughs> and owning that. So what a great story. Yeah, that was a that was a really fun time. And you know what? Latinas in general... Right now, they're the the second biggest group of women workers behind white um, white women, and we're leaving the workforce. And I think the the it was a, like a four point change during COVID. And I'm like, okay, where did they go? And all I hope is that it was by choice or with purpose for their families or et cetera, a shift in values or priorities. And I think it's really important for as big of a group as we are. Latinas only make 57 cents on the dollar compared to a white man. Wow. There's got to be a shift there that, that we need to focus on as well. And, and I think is, is the, the opportunity there is really, to your point, not selling yourself short, right? Which is what we're talking about here. But don't downplay your achievements. Yeah. Because if you downplay your achievements, it's okay to, not, not that you're going to boast, I'm, you know, I'm the best, but if you've done the work, and, and you confidently feels like I am the right candidate to fill this position, uh, don't downplay the achievements. You know, make sure that you have them laid out and how those achievements tie to the goal that that, that that position has, right? What are you bringing to the table to help elevate that that, that corporation or, or firm as well? Absolutely. And I, you know, I think that one of the things we do when I think about don't sell yourself short is we don't negotiate our salaries, we don't push. We take, you know, we see the offer and we're like, okay, this is good. And, you know, 
still push, push that boundary, ask for more money. I just encourage someone who who got a job offer and she was like, you know, it's it's better, but it's not where I wanted to be. And I'm like, tell them, tell them it's not where you want it to be. And it was really interesting. She said, I channeled your voice in my head and I told them and they came up X percent to meet me where I wanted to be. And I'm like, good. Like she did not sell herself short. Because I think she did the research, right? I applaud that individual for reaching and seeking out coaching. Uh, and it's important to know and, and there's so many so many uh, resources right now. If you go to Glassdoor, you go to, um, I can't remember the other recruiting firm that they, they have out there. But just a Google search, they'll let you know what the pay range is for that position that you're actually going after. That gives you a foundation of, of what uh, you to expect uh, on that. You know, it's I love that you said that. So certain states like Colorado, they have to post a salary range. So my cheat for that is I look up the job here, I look it up in Colorado, I take that pay range and compare the cost of living to from Colorado to Chicago to back into what I think that position should be worth. And so, you know, it's very back of the envelope math, but it helps, you know, at least I know like it should be in this range. Yeah, and and I think it's never. Uh, I've had vast experience in interviewing, uh, being interviewed and interviewing. That's a conversation that rarely comes uh, comes up, right? It's kind of awkward in most cases. But I think if if one thing that that I'll, I'll leave the listeners with today, one one of many things is is having that value statement on how to close out that interview, right? What is it that that uh, you bring to the table? What you, you can cause for for that position and make that position better? Uh, and then by that, you know, lastly. What, what is the pay range here? Because uh, it's an important piece, right? It's going to come down to it. Absolutely. I, I actually encourage people to have those conversations on the first round when you have the HR screener, ask for what the salary range is because don't waste your time. Don't waste anybody else's time if it's going to be not where you want it to be. Excellent. So just to recap for today, we talked about being confident in your skills. What would you also recommend, Nayeli? Just, you know, believe in yourself and see yourself through other people's eyes because that's where you're going to feel so much more confident and you're going to understand what people value in you. I love that idea of getting feedback. Feedback is, is important. And, and once you get that feedback, you'll start being aware of all the achievements. So don't downplay your achievements. Absolutely. Well, hasta la próxima. Los esperamos aquí. Hasta luego. Please check us out at corpcafecito.com and drop us a message. 